Section 9 of The Destination of Man by Johann Gottlieb Fichte. Translated by Jane Sinnott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 9 Knowledge, Thy System, My System. The Character I, read by Kevin S. Spirit, read by Larry Wilson. Stay, false spirit is this the wisdom thou hast promised me thou first freed me indeed from all dependence by transforming me and all that surrounds me into a phantom into nothing thou hast loosened the bonds of necessity by annihilating all existence is the danger so great and thou can jest according to thy system my system we have toiled together in its erection thou hast seen all as clearly as myself it would be hard for thee at present to enter fully into my system of thought call it by what name thou wilt our inquiries have ended in blank nothingness presentation modification of consciousness mere consciousness is but an image a shade without reality in itself it cannot satisfy me and is not the smallest worth i might endure to see this material world without me vanish into a mere picture be dissolved into a shadow but my own personal existence vanishes with it it becomes a mere series of sensations and thoughts without end or aim is it not so i say nothing in my own name examine investigate help thyself i appear to myself as a body existing in space with organs of sense capacities of actions a physical force governed by a will thou wilt say as thou hast before said of objects out of myself that it is a combined product of sensation thought and intuitive contemplation as i have been compelled to admit that what i call red sweet hard and so on is nothing more than an affection of my own organs and that only by contemplation and thought it is placed in space and regarded as a property of a thing existing independently of me so shall i also be compelled to admit that this corporeal frame with its organs of sense is but a sensualization of my inward thinking self that i the spiritual pure intelligence and i the corporeal frame in the corporeal world are one and the same merely viewed from different points conceived by two different faculties that of pure thought and external contemplation this will certainly be the result of any inquiry that may be instituted in this thinking willing intelligent being however thou mayst name it possessed of these faculties of thought volition and so forth in whom these faculties rest how shall i have attained a knowledge of it is it by immediate consciousness this cannot be for i am conscious only of special acts of thought volition etc but not of the capacities through which they are performed far less of a being in whom these capacities rest i contemplate the specific thought which occupies the present or the succeeding moment and there this intellectual contemplation ceases this inward contemplation again becomes an object of thought but according to the laws by which this thought acts it is but a half and imperfect thought as the thought of my state during sensation was only a half thought as formerly to the passive receptivity i added in thought an active power so here to the determinate thought or will of any specific moment i add a determinable in infinite manifold possible thought or will 
this manifold possibility of thought i conceive as one definite whole and thus arises the idea of a finite power of thought as something different from the thought itself a being or essence possessing this power but on higher principles it is conceivable that this thinking essence may be produced by thought itself thought in general is creative intuitive contemplation gives the naked fact and nothing more thought explains this fact and unites it to another not found in intuition but produced purely by thought itself i am conscious of a certain thought thus far and no farther does intuitive consciousness proceed i think this thought that is i call it forth from an indeterminate possibility to determinate existence and thus do i with every determinate act or thought of which i am conscious and thus arise from me those series of powers or capacities and of beings possessing them which i assume even with respect to thyself therefore thou art only conscious of this or that determinate state of sensation contemplation or thought that i feel i contemplate i think as the real foundation of the thought contemplation or sensation by no means not even so much as this have thy principles left me very possibly nay of necessity all that i know is my consciousness all consciousness is either immediate or mediate the first is self-consciousness the second consciousness of that which is not myself what i call i is therefore absolutely nothing but a certain modification of consciousness immediate and returning into itself instead of being directed outward since this is the necessary condition of all consciousness it must whether perceptibly or not accompany all other and therefore do i refer all thought to this i and not to the thing thought of out of me otherwise the i would at every moment vanish and for every new conception a new i would arise and i would never mean anything more than not the thing this scattered self-consciousness is united by thought itself into the unity of the supposed capacity or power of thought according to the supposition all conceptions of which i am immediately conscious proceed from one and the same power which rests in one and the same being and thus arises for me the idea of personal identity and of the real and effective power of this personality necessarily a mere fiction since the personality itself is a fiction thou reasonest correctly and thou canst find satisfaction in this how can i truly say i feel i think i contemplate it would be more correct to say it is felt it is thought and so on nay if still more cautious it would be better to say the thought appears so much only is truly known the rest is merely a supposition a fiction it is well expressed there is nothing enduring permanent either in me or out of me nothing but everlasting change i know of no existence not even of my own i know nothing and i am nothing images pictures only are pictures which wander by without anything existing past which they wander without any corresponding reality which they might represent without significance and without aim i myself am one of these images or rather a confused image of these images all reality is transformed into a strange dream without a world of which the dream might be or a mind that might dream it contemplation is a dream thought the source of all existence and 
of all that i fancied reality of my own existence my own capacity is a dream of that dream thou hast well understood all use the sharpest words thou canst find to make this result hateful it is nevertheless unavoidable unless thou wilt perhaps retract the admission thou hast made by no means i have seen and now see clearly that it is so yet i cannot believe it thou seest it clearly yet cannot believe it that is strange ruthless mocking spirit i owe thee no thanks for having guided me on this path short-sighted mortal thus is it ever with thy race didst thou suppose that these results were less evident to me than to thyself and that i did not beforehand clearly see how by these principles all reality was annihilated all existence transformed into a dream didst thou take me for an admirer of this system or suppose that i regarded it as a complete system of the human mind thou hast sought to know and thou hast chosen a wrong path thou hast sought knowledge where no knowledge can reach and hadst persuaded thyself that thou hadst obtained an insight into that which by its very nature cannot admit of it i found thee in this state of mind i wished to free thee from thy false knowledge but by no means to bring thee the true thou wouldst know thine own knowledge is it wonderful that in this attempt thou hast discovered nothing more what is discovered by and through knowledge is nothing more than knowledge all knowledge consists of representations images and thou hast asked for some correlative to these images this demand cannot be satisfied by knowledge a system in mere knowledge is a system in mere pictures without reality significance or object the reality in which thou hast formerly believed the sensuous material world of which thou hast feared to be the slave has vanished for the sensuous world arises to thee only through knowledge and is itself thy knowledge thou hast seen the delusion and without denying thy better insight canst never again be deceived by it this is the sole merit of the system at which we have toiled together it destroys and annihilates error it can give no truth for it is absolutely empty thou seekest as i well know something real and permanent lying beyond these mere appearances a different kind of reality from that which has been even now annihilated but in vain dost thou seek this through thy knowledge hast thou no other organ by which to apprehend it if not it will never be found by thee thou hast however such an organ let it be thy care to awaken and vivify it and thou wilt attain the most perfect tranquillity i leave thee now to thyself end of section nine